the beast! Ah! Oh, my eyes! My eyes! Ah! Ah! <laughs> I'm becoming Brundle Fly. I want to kill everyone. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. Don't forget to go playing. Motherfucker, I'm trying to watch the last boy. It's all ball bearings nowadays. That's bone. But then I'm like, no, but her cousins and shit are gonna be there, so I don't know what's going on. Lannister orgy. <laughs> yeah, because like, the girl is like, she like wants to be fucking wild, but then she's like, well, my cousins are gonna be there, but I want to take a piss into a, like a champagne glass. So I'm like, do a what into a champagne glass? Piss, like piss into it. Is oh. she gonna make someone drink it? It's a very this, specific thing to want to do. This one chick in Santa Cruz used to do that into girls' beers she didn't like, and I'd have to be like, dude, you're drinking piss. <laughs> Stop drinking it. I know. They didn't notice? <laughs> no, most of the time. They, but I think what? if you've drank enough beers, it's just water, right? Yeah. There, so there like, was that one girl that was like, I know. She would grab. <laughs> <laughs> she just kept drinking it. She would take someone's beer Sterling, into I the like bathroom it. with her, piss into it, and put it back. Is that what you're saying to me? Yeah, or outside. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> What's this 90, her... 98 degree beer? <laughs> 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 I mean, at that point, she was probably pissing beer more than anything else. Yeah, so. but no one was chugging it. <laughs> like it was like a couple drinks, <laughs> okay. and you could see their she face. She would have to just pee a little, otherwise the temperature would throw me off. Mm. Soda tastes like piss and flies, man. <laughs> <laughs> flies. So frothy. Oh, man. So fucking Nick fucking Cage in The Wicker Man. Fucking Wicker Man. Holy fuck. Yeah. Well, are you guys ready to start the shit? Yeah. I'm I'm pissed because I watched a different version than I think you all did. Well, which is there's weird. two. Did did you watch the clip? We watched both of them. I, I had to watch the clip online, yeah, because I because I was waiting for it to happen. Okay, because that is the only thing That's missing. The only difference. Why would okay? That, all right. So the clip that you watched is in there, but then they take out the James Franco part. Oh, what? Weird. So that part's not in the unrated. Oh, at the very. Yeah, end. I was gonna kind of explain that too. I think. Oh, was end. James Franco? Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> and um, what's it? Jason Ritter, John Ritter. Is that who that was? Uh, yeah, Jason Ritter. I had no idea that was his son. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So they put the like torturey scene in, but then they remove the James Franco <laughs> part, which is like, why not keep both? Because the version I watched, it was just him doing voiceover of like my legs. <laughs> yeah. Which I lo- it loved oh. on its own too. The voiceover was so. Oh, it's awful. I just remember being like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> my legs. You bitches. You bitches. <laughs> Fucking A, this movie. Oh, God. So, let's just start the fucking show. Hey, folks. Welcome to Intermission. I'm Tiffa, and with me, as always, we have Mark on Skype. Sup, Mark? Hi. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. On Skype. Hi. And I'm sitting here with old Joshua. Hey, Josh. Hey. How you doing today? All right. All right. He's a little hot. Old man hot. Hashtag blanket fort. Hashtag hella hot. Too hot to care. (laughs) So, it was actually Josh's pick this month, which we were talking about the fucking Wicker Man remake. Jesus. 2006, starring Nick Cage. It is a mystery thriller. I, well, he described it as a black comedy. Yes, he did. We talked about this. So, which, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that very much strikes me as something uh, that someone says after the fact. Because, like, yeah. I, I, I mean, if you watch it in the mindset of a black comedy, yeah, it's a pretty fucking funny movie. Yeah. But there's no way that someone intentionally made that movie I think as he a did. black comedy. No, no. No one did. That's like Tommy Rousseau, whatever, talking about The Room being like, oh, yeah, I meant to be. Like, it was supposed to be like this. Like, no. Yeah, no, I believe him. Exactly. You, the were, ex- you were trying. Yeah. You were trying pretty fucking hard. Exactly the example I used last night when we were talking about this. I, I think <laughs> all of Nick Cage's actions in this movie were 
were reasonable. Wait, his actions or his acting? All of it. Or <laughs> all of it, all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So The Wicker Man was, if you don't know, originally a movie in 1973. So this is a remake of that. Nick Cage was pretty into... He's kind of a creepy guy, right? He likes a lot of creepy weird shit. He likes horror a lot. Macabre. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. Um, so what made you pick this fucking movie, Josh? Uh, it's like another one of those fucking remakes that was coming out in the 2000s that I remember coming out, but I just never ended up watching. Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Why did you do that? I, I hadn't seen it. I just wanted to watch it. <laughs> Why, did, Why did you do like this? Amber. Amber was just like, you should do it for your podcast next time. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. I will. We'll do that. Also, it's Amber's fault. All right. Good to know. Fucking Amber. She was Fuck. like, why are you all acting like you didn't love it? <laughs> I, why are you all fronting? I, I know, it. I know for a fact Tiffany was praising this shit last night, and now oh. she's acting like, "Oh God, this movie." I said all of his actions are legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's this what, movie was brilliant. Wow. I'm not gonna say like we all know this isn't a good movie, right? We can no, all, but no stretch of the imagination. Yeah, it is not a good movie, but as far as movies that aren't good go, it was fucking amazing. It's great. It I, I mean, a, as far as like a premise, it's not a terrible premise. It's like a I love the idea of like going to a fucking weird village in the middle of nowhere, and they're like. We're going to fuck with you mm-hmm. all, like, all the time. You're like, okay. I dig that. Did you see the original one, Mark? Yeah, Christopher Lee? Absolutely. Yeah. They fucked with Great. him way more than the original. Yeah. Yeah, that one was fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. I did like <laughs> some of the changes they made from the original. Like, the original was set in Scotland. It had men and women where this was, like, a predominantly female commune, which was interesting. Because I felt like it felt, like, more like a, a cult in the remake than, like, the last one. Parts of it felt like Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I it was yeah. predominant. It was matriarchal. I'll say it was yeah. matriarchal. Yeah. yeah. Very much matriarchal. But, I mean, they seem to have an even split of the sexes. Yeah. The, the original, I felt like he was isolated. Like, I felt like he was in the middle of nowhere. This one, I felt like he was a block away from a city. <laughs> he did at one point, I think, say he could swim across the water. He's like, it's two miles from from here. He's like, yeah, yeah well, better go swimming. And it's kind of hard to believe that all of this could happen in Washington. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's well, like... Well, white people acting foolish. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So this one was directed by Neil Labute. Like, who has done shit, really? Like, yeah, I, I look at his IMDb, I'm like, ooh, very disappointing. Yeah, he made Lakeview Terrace. I don't know if you remember that coming out with Samuel Jackson and like Nurse Betty. Those were the only ones I'd really even heard of from his movies that he had directed before. The rest were like fucking random. But Nick Cage obviously starred and produced this movie, which we always know is a winning combo. (laughs) (laughs) And he is Officer Edward Malis. Jesus fuck. His name should have been Officer like I have a dick. (laughs) Yeah, Josh talked a lot about that. (laughs) Malus, Phalus, Phallus. Come on, dude. Yeah. And Christopher Lee was in the first one, too. So there were a lot of people who were really, like, upset because they loved the Christopher Lee version. And this was also based on a book called The Ritual by Adam Neville. Hmm. But I guess before we get into The Wicker Man any further, it is a mystery. So if you want, like, the full experience, you can totally watch it first. If not, we'll do our best not to spoil it all the way till the end, I guess. What? Which will probably be impossible. They burn him in an effigy. (laughs) It was all a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. It was a long con. So this fucking movie is probably one of the most fucking insane movies I've ever seen. <laughs> it, it is a ride. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. <laughs> it is definitely a ride. Uh, what's the fucking mom's name in this movie? Oh, I I didn't recognize her. So I, I can't didn't. remember her name right now, but she's the mom in The Exorcist. Ellen Burstyn is Ellen her name. Burst, Ellen Chest Burstyn. 
Ellen <laughs> bursting out of her pants. Yeah, so she's like besides well, Nick Cage a legitimate actress, but I mean most people wouldn't probably know was, her. She was in she was the old lady in Requiem for a Dream. There was a lot of build up to her like reveal in this movie. So when she turned around, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh fuck, who's it going to be?" And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> oh, it's you. <laughs> so whoever this lady is. Yeah. yeah. Somersault, Somerset? Yes. Somersault. Summer Wait. Summer's Isle. Summer's Isle. Sister Summer Isle or whatever? S- Sister Summer's Isle. Summer's Isle. Summer's Isle. Summer's Isle. Yeah, because the original movie is Summer Isle, but they changed it because they thought it would be easier for Americans to pronounce with an S. Summer's Isle. Summer's Isle? Yeah. It's, which is far harder to pronounce than Summer Isle. Sum- summer Isle. Summer's, Summer's Isle. Summer Isle. Stop saying summer. <laughs> but we do have some deep thoughts to get into. Oh, so sure. does anyone have a... Okay. I guess I'll go first. You ready? Ready? I'm ready. I'm ready for your thoughts. All right. Belief is a powerful weapon to be beholden to an unbelievable source of majesty that behind every good and evil that befalls you (laughs) is a scale that leans towards those who believe and those whose souls belong to the materialistic. It is only at the end will we know what befalls all of us. Bees. There you go. There were hella bees <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> they were his mortal enemy. Uh, yeah, he like literally went to the worst island he could possibly go. <laughs> fucking bee island. I mean, if you're like fucking going to the mainland, looked for a guy to sacrifice, and one of them happens to be allergic to bees, do you like fucking just cum your pants? You gotta act natural. I could. <laughs> if he was fucking allergic to honey and fire, he'd be like a perfect trifecta. I think. Uh... I would look for someone who wasn't allergic to bees because they almost killed his their sacrifice before. Oh, I know. It's like <laughs> shit. He, he dies like the day before. Yeah. Do you think they always do the bees? Oh yeah. Yeah. They're well, at bee island. I thought they just did it because they were like, "Fuck you, bro." No. You fuck me. you. <laughs> Out of all our sacrifices, you're definitely the biggest asshole to come to this island. <laughs> so, so you're saying if like Nicholas Cage was allergic to cake, their whole culture yeah. would have been built around cakes when he showed up. <laughs> no, they just would have done a caged head with cake and shoved all the cake in there, and he would have been like, "Not the cake!" Oh no, not the cake! <laughs> not the frosting! Not the, not the cake! Frosting. Well, mine is like. I like witches a lot, and I know these were, like, hello witches. And that's also why I kind of like this movie, because I liked all the women and the witches. Like, five times during this movie, I said to myself, I was like, I bet fucking Tiffany loves this movie. But she's fucking <laughs> loving the shit out of this fucking movie. Yeah, dude. It was it's great. It's all anti-man, and men are getting their balls cut off, and it's all witches. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lift those logs, man. Well, fuck you. Were their balls cut off? Probably. Yeah, why not? Well, I guess they need them to fuck, so probably not. No. The point of the men on the island was for their penis and balls. I also Pollination. thought that like their tongue might have gotten cut out because they never talked. Except for that one time they got like, meh. Well, <laughs> yeah, like he, he grabbed the one guy and he was like, no. In his face. Oh, God. Um, yeah. But I didn't know that they were not castrated. The whole the whole culture seemed to be pretty infatuated with the it, penis and balls, in fact. It, it, emotionally. <laughs> emotionally castrated. Mm-hmm. So I found an Anokian poem. Jokian. Some people say it's the language of like Satan or the witches, but it's supposed to be the language of the angels, but some people use it for dark magic. Mm-hmm. I can't read it in Anokian. It's on here, but it's like fucking crazy hard old language that's really difficult to read. So it sounds less cool in uh, English, but I'll read it in English anyway. All right. Walk with me. Star shine on and on. Moon harlot. Handmaiden of fire. I am the sun. I reign over you. I call thee to my chamber. Drunken flower, wine of you, cup, mouth, brightness of beauty, torment of the wicked trinity. Time after time, you rule me, madame. Hearken to me, be friendly, sing praises, madame. <laughs> Show oneself and shine, cry aloud and sing to me, madame. Yeah. Mad about me. 
Ma- Madame is an angel. Behold the glorious sun! Remember that trailer we watched? <laughs> Tara <Yeah>. is man! <laughs> uh, well, I realized, Josh? I picked mine out last night, but I'm realizing now that it requires a visual aid. But I can direct, I can direct you, I can direct you to the location, which is great for podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So we can post it on thing. But I found a Reddit post last night um, where a guy calculated the exact, well, not the exact, but calculated the distance that he ran while dressed like a bear, <laughs> and he used this information to extrapolate a map of the island. What? <laughs> That's awesome. And um, also use it to explain lots of things that I was questioning, like why he didn't notice the like thirty foot tall wooden statue being built. <laughs> Because uh, the island oh, wasn't that's weird. You, oh, well. the island wasn't small and he, or I mean wasn't big and he moved around it all the time. You think he would have been like, huh? Wonder what they're building that for? I mean, how <laughs> big could that island have been? It's small because he talks about because he, he covered most of the island in the bear suit, so it's about two to three miles wide. They think. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So he ran he ran a little over a mile in a bear suit and also knocked out three people, three people <laughs> while dressed as a bear. Three women. Women. <laughs> Yeah, which is like five men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, uh, I'll, I'll link, I'll link the post later. But it's he does this for lots of movies too, like how far the the monster and it follows actually walked to get to all of them. And it's That's, on Reddit. It's on Reddit. Yeah, he has all, he has links to all his other videos too. If you if you Google um, how far did Nicolas Cage walk while dressed like a bear, it will take you right to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will definitely. It's a good read. It's a be good fucking read. checking that out. And he also he also postulates on where he got his fighting skills because he was noticing that he was knocking people out in one punch. Oh, he's a cop, man. He's trained. <laughs> yeah, man, like Sparta kicks them. Dude, I bet he was like he like roundhouse is that blonde chick. The, I bet he was like in the fucking Marines or something too. You know, then became a cop. If there's any fucking movie that needs to start by smoking weed, it's the fucking Wicker Man remake, Wicker dude. Man. If you guys are ready for intermission, oh yeah, we can kickstart this shit now. But today's intermission is brought to you by. Uh, 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 uh. The Tilting Towers. The Honeydew. So today's intermission is brought to you by Queen Bee. Ah, perfect. Yeah, it's a hybrid. How apt, Tiffany. If not the most apt yeah. of all the uh, the strains we ever smoked. It's a hybrid from Santa Ana, bros. So uh, uh, Santa Ana Islands off the coast of Washington. Wait, wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> No. Nuh-uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to smoke this Queen Bee. <laughs> And we'll be back to talk about the glory of Nick Cage. Always. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys in a minute. Winds of sin. they're stuck between two things. It's like a story with original characters doing something that's familiar or familiar characters doing something different. Like there's no yeah. random characters doing something random. Yeah, tell me a story like in the same, set in the same universe but like on the opposite side of the galaxy where there is no empire yeah. or fucking, there's still force users but they're not called Jedis. There's something else entirely. Yeah. Like give me something yeah. else like that. <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't hate on Last Jedi as much as other people do. No. I liked it. Because the things that people don't like about it are things I liked about it. So I was like, all right. Yeah, all right. a lot of the things that people complain about, though, I actually did like how they killed Snoke because he was super boring. Yeah. He's a really boring villain. Some people don't think he's dead. They think he's coming back. He might be, but he was super boring. Eh, whatever. I didn't mind that. The fact that, like, Rey had no 
legendary upbringing by secret Jedi Knights. Didn't nope. care. I love that. I like that a lot. I did. I mean, overall, if I had to say, if I had to give like the last Jedi a score, I'd probably it'd be like a six. I was positive on it. I liked it. I think it was building this idea where every Star Wars movie was like a Skywalker. It was an Obi Wan Kenobi. It was a master and an apprentice. There's a formula for a Star Wars movie, and I feel like Last Jedi was like, we're gonna break that formula. Now. Yeah, and I, I liked that part, but just mechanically, like the nuts and bolts of cinematic filmmaking in the movie. The old nuts and bolts. Like the whole side adventure that what's his name and what's her name going? Oh, Finn and serves no purpose to the yeah. plot. It's yeah. literally it's just filler. See, I I I like that scene only because it was showing that. That, like we think these things are big deals like the battle of hoth the battle of endor like luke killing vader like all this stuff right mm-hmm. but meanwhile there's planets of people who are like we don't give a fuck who wins like rebellion empire like it's bullshit we're still rich we're still gonna have money we're still like living on some casino planet it was just cool to see the, like the things that we think are a big deal in this universe people don't care there's just there's better ways to introduce that issue rather than a subplot that had literally no relevance they literally got there and that whole subplot was, is just filler it was literally just filler true it yeah. was also cool to see i think luke like fuck up right oh, no, i like, like that like yoda was always this like He's always done the right thing. He's always been perfect. Well, no, no. I mean, Yoda fucked up the most. I think that Yoda's accepted the fact that he fucked up big time. Hmm. They all fucked up. Well, he almost killed Kylo Ren. Like, that's where Luke really fucked up. Like, he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have fucking done that. He made an error. He got too emotional. Yeah. And Yoda is like, yeah, dude, when I told you to pass on the legacy of the Jedi, it wasn't just like being great. It was like, pass on your fuck ups. The Jedis Mm -hmm. were like the fucking kings of the universe, right? Mm. Page turners, they are not. No. <laughs> no, the Jedi's were more like galactic fucking asshole police yeah. that wanted to regulate everything you did in your life. Yeah, and they didn't realize that like there was a fucking cancer growing in within their system. They're a bureaucracy. Yeah, yeah. And then like in one day it was all gone. That that's the thing. You make a group, right? Every group gets too big and then all of a sudden it becomes something else. Like too they ritualized, may, too yeah, bureaucratic. Maybe ten fucking Jedi were like, We're gonna protect the fucking galaxy and then there's like a hundred and then they're like a fucking actual government. Yeah. But then like you don't realize how fragile it is because then like one day one thing happens and like it's all gone. <laughs> I have some serious problems with the Jedi as well. I felt like they were over-authoritarian and meddled yeah. too much in people's affairs. Yeah, and Luke was like, yeah, dude, fuck it. We're done with them. They fuck up. And he even tried to he tried to rebuild the Jedi, and he was like, yeah, I'm rebuilding a broken system. He's totally How good. fucking badass was it that he wasn't even there, though? I, like, <laughs> I like that part a lot. <laughs> uh, you're still a Did pussy. Did you want to see Luke be a badass at some <laughs> point, or...? Not really. That was good enough for me. Yeah? I thought it was badass that he used literally all the fucking energy he fucking had. Just to do that one. Yeah. That was good enough for me. I was happy with it. Yeah. I like it because he beat Kylo Ren in the way that I would see a Jedi Knight actually beating someone. He just outthought him, basically. I wasn't there. Yeah. 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 Son? Not even here. Just remember when the fucking new ones came out and then they're like, here's Yoda. Finally, you get to watch Yoda fight. And he's just rolling around a little ball. <laughs> dude, like, like a like, Soul <laughs> Calibur character, dude. Yeah. Doing fucking flips and shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, I'm glad that I didn't have to see Luke fucking just do hella flips and, like, fly around. Or, like, R2-D2 okay, all of a sudden has fucking flames in his feet. It's like, why the pack, yeah. fuck have you been using this the whole fucking time? I should be strangling you. There's, like, four scenes in Empire that you could have been really helpful. Yeah. <laughs> all right, this has been uh, our podcast on The Last Jedi. Yeah. All right, now on to Harry Potter. Remember we're watching The Wicker Man, everyone? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. In between Star Wars viewings. Yeah. So... This movie was PG-13, but there was a yeah. version that was R. I would not have known about if not for, like, the internet memes of it all. For sure, because I was like, wait, where's that part? Yeah, exactly. And you see Nick Cage's right. head in this cage, yeah. and I'm like, 
What the fuck? Yeah. Just got... And the only continuity error is like when he is thrown out of the blanket before he gets dragged into the Wicker Man. Mm-hmm. He's covered in bee stings. And I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? Well, I was like, are those bee stings or did he just get lumped up, <laughs> you know, by getting fucking punched in the head? So it was nice to have that fill that part in. Right. It's the only part of the movie really that has any like violence or like gore. Uh-huh. I mean, kind of. there they, is some they, violence they to women. They break some super fake looking legs <laughs> yeah. with like a clown mallet. <laughs> Let's just start Beep. the movie. <laughs> the movie starts out and we're small town USA and Nick Cage is a highway patrol officer he has a waitress who I don't think understood her role no very well where's your friend <laughs> hey honey no but she was like honey your salad is up yeah and I was like oh they're dating yeah. but I think she was supposed to be like hey honey your salad's ready you know like the like sassy I got 10 more tables yeah yeah but she, she said honey like a girlfriend and not like just a friendly waitress she said honey like she read it yeah right now well we're saying we're saying honey a lot this movie <laughs> Cha-ching, Mark. Yes, you are right. <laughs> and then we get a Nick Cage pulling people over montage. Jesus. He's pulling people over because, you know what? It's his job. Doing his job. It's his job. Yeah. Yep. But he pulls over a woman and her daughter because her ill-behaved daughter fucking throws her doll out the window. And so he pulls them over, gives her the doll back. Oh, bitch fucking did it again. That little girl. Yeah. I just called her a bitch. <laughs> well, she did, she did get her mom killed and herself. All right, well, you know, I'm just going to jump to the end. They were planted there, right? That was their job. Yes. We have no idea. Yes, we do. Because <laughs> when he's, like, getting stung by the bees and he's, like, hallucinating, mm-hmm. he's flashing back to the cop, his girl cop that visited him in his house. Mm-hmm. And he was like, do we know who they were? And she was like, we never know who they are. When he goes to get the doll, a semi-truck smashes into that car. It lights on fire and he tries to break in to save them, but it explodes. But they never find the bodies and the car has no registration. So they don't know who it is. But yes, those were plants. That was either fucking some sort of glamour. Every single thing that happens in this movie is on purpose. Every yeah. choice that he makes almost is on purpose. This is yeah. all specifically planned, including Be- that. He has- to lose that little girl she had to die to make him want to save another little girl Mm -hmm. i think it was just a poorly written and poorly shot and poorly (laughs) explained scene that you can't really can tell what or how it has anything to do with the plot because it's never explained or really mentioned again besides pointless flashbacks this movie believes we're all intelligent enough and it doesn't have to fucking you know this movie is not intelligent enough to put anything out thinks it's intelligent no, they think we're intelligent, so they don't have to lay everything out for us because they're like, oh, these guys are going to figure it out. Mm. These are some smart people mm. here. Or we just don't <laughs> lay anything out because we don't really know what's going on. I know everything. And we forgot this scene kind of even existed. <laughs> she should have fucking remembered that old wife. We never tale, found the bodies. Well, who were they? We'll never know because we can't check license plates or VIN they numbers. Did. They did, and it wasn't registered to anyone. Okay. They covered all their tracks. Exactly. They knew what they were doing. Where did they go? They witched themselves home, they bro. Because witch- people in that movie have that power? Yes. When does that explain? Oh, I'll, I'll explain so much when more. When does that explain or like, shown? When does anyone use magic powers again? This is bigger again? than all of us, Josh. No one ever uses any <laughs> magic powers in that movie. Be- you're not just going to show your magic power to some nerd. You fucking use it when it, it no, takes your No, because it's a movie and you do need to show it because that's the whole point of well, a movie. Is <laughs> showing the viewer. I don't need it. I don't I don't need it. I don't need it. We'll just witch our way home. They're Maybe basic- they're Jedi's and they just fucking disappeared into energy. They, they could have. And you could tell because the little girl didn't even want to be like let out of the car. Yeah, she just stood there. Like that was her job to stay. Uh, but was she even there though? Because he keeps having these flashbacks of like looking at the car and they're not in the car. Well, they may have not been in the car. They may have just been like a vision. Well, I don't know. I think maybe if anything, he was drugged more than they actually like. By the waitress? 
Oh, see, all the women. The waitress drugged him. Well, no. was, I guess that was kind of the same day, maybe. Could have always been on it, but today was the day she was kicking it in. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, like, also, like, the female cop that came to his house, she was part of it, too, right? No, no she wasn't. Yeah. No. No, totally. She was just she was. Because when he was thinking about things she said, and she was, like, totally setting him up, too, like, she brought him the letter. Yeah, that that's from Pete. Mail. Yeah, but she brought the letter that didn't have a, a stamp on it. Yeah, but she said, Pete oh. told me to bring these letters to you. That's why he mm. goes back and talks to Pete and asks him about the letter. Yeah, and Pete's like, I've never seen that fucking letter. I mean, I guess it's possible. Or someone could have just put it in the stack of mail. <laughs> but he's Nick Cage is really shaken up. You know, he's got some PTSD for serious about the mother and the daughter and the wreck. I, the blonde cop, she brings him his get well mail from work. Apparently, the stack of mail, but one of the letters oh. has no stamp oh. and is written in lovely, meticulous fucking calligraphy. And it's his ex fiance, and she's asking for help. Her daughter Rowan has been missing for two weeks, and they live on an island uh, in Washington called Summers Isle. This is where the story would have ended for me because I would have written her back and went like. Contact the local authorities. You would have been <laughs> yeah. crumple. I haven't seen you in 10 years. Sorry. I would have done something. I would have like called the like Washington police and been like, hey, my ex-fiance is on this island. She says her daughter's missing. Go hey, check FBI. It out. I'm in California and I haven't seen her in 10 yeah. years. I don't have jurisdiction. But it's all, but it's all part of the setup, right? Yeah. He has like weird feelings about that little girl. See, I'm always, I'm always thrown by movies that like put these big plans into place and they're so reliant on people acting a very specific way. Mm-hmm. Like, if Nicolas Cage at any point of their movie was just like, you know what, fuck this, I'm out, they would've been fucked. Like, now what? All I had to do was get him. But to that wouldn't really happen. Because they've been planning and plotting. Because like, mm-hmm. he can't really leave once you're there. Well, and I'm sure he's been fucking kind of glamored since the fucking day he met her. He proposed to this woman, Willow, a long without even knowing where she was from. Yeah. She's like, you always wanted to know my hometown and I would never tell you. Every time he talked about it, she probably would start like blowing him. <laughs> so wait, where are you from? Oh, oh never. Let's oh. get married. <laughs> I want to marry this girl. I have so many blowjobs, this is unnatural. I don't think there was glamour going on as much as he was just getting pussy. I mean, he might be a little not smart. How dare you? No one's smart in this movie. Yeah, so maybe, you know, they also find guys who maybe are a little dim, you know? (laughs) He's a police officer. (laughs) (laughs) And he's on leave for his PTSD. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. So he has time to go to Summer's Isle. So he fucking heads out. He takes a ferry to Summer's Isle. But he's like, ha- he's having like crazy nightmares, like daymares too. Dude, the girl on the ferry with a fucking train coming out of nowhere. The truck. <laughs> yeah, it's the truck that keeps hitting her. I fucking the runaway oh, I thought truck it was on the train. train. No, it was, a, it was the semi truck. Yeah, I think they use the sound effect of a train. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a truck. So my brain was like, train. I fucking laughed every time that happened. So fucking loud. They did it like his nightmares? times too. Yeah. yeah. I just like to think that there's a semi-truck hauling ass in a circle around the deck of that ship. Yeah. <laughs> he has to like take a ferry to one island to get to the other island. She just rented a speedboat. So he sees this guy. He's like, ahoy there. And the guy's like, what the fuck? He's like, just say hello, motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know why he's acting like such a fucking weirdo. Yeah. I think he's a weirdo a little bit. Ahoy! Yeah. <laughs> like, when he first shows up to the town, he's like, hey, ladies, oh, it must be ladies' night. And it's like, come on. Do you have me. any men I can talk to around here that know what's uh, going on? Doll face. <laughs> I mean, they were probably very happy to get rid of him, I'm sure. Uh, we don't usually burn them, but we made an exception for you. Because, man, you were a dickhead. <laughs> Sister Blossom, you hit him over the face with a hammer. He's dead. Like, I, I'm sorry. I just couldn't <laughs> wait till tomorrow. Um, but the pilot apparently drops off deliveries every week, and no one's allowed on the island but him. But apparently Nick Cage is the first person to ever offer him money. 
to go on like the island. Twenty bucks too, wasn't it? Well, he said like my friend Grant and my friend Ulysses. No, I don't. He says the guy is the president. Fifty bucks then. Fifty bucks. Fifty. Yeah, but he lands on Summer's Isle. It's not filled with very friendly people, but it is fucking private property. Um, and they don't really like outside people yeah. coming there. So he shows them these. And he immediately just identifies himself as the police, too. Yeah. Which are usually people that live on their own private island don't like police very much. Well, so and also, like, the, yeah. the fucking people are obviously funny. Something's off because they had this, like, sack. Yeah. And it's, like, dripping blood and, like, wiggling. And he's like, what's in there, a shark? <laughs> and they're like. <laughs> two, like, clearly, like, like, two goons carrying it. Yeah. Like, what, yeah. What, what was in it, though? I, I don't know. Because they let him look, but you don't actually get to see what's in there. He doesn't look because it wiggles and he jumps and then they all have a good chuckle. <laughs> like most of the men on the island's job is to clearly, like, just to pick up sticks, apparently. Yeah, a brute force. And lo- move logs around. But these guys were clearly, like, the two island goons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, because shit-eating grins, like, <laughs> Moose Rocco. Our sack. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be the pilot. I think it was supposed to be the pilot. Is it really? I think that's what it's supposed to be. No, the pilot was like an old white dude. It was a no, sack. he's you saying he's in the sack. He's in the sack. Oh. Yeah. That's the, oh. that's the like. Because they do find his body layer. Yeah, because she was like, the pilot let you on the island, didn't he? And he's like, I don't but, know. But here's the <laughs> fucked up thing, though. Like, they were depending on the pilot to do that. Yep. So then yep. they killed him anyway? Yeah. It's fucked up. Well, because even if you're depending on him doing it, he's still breaking your rules. He still did it for a 50, but there, which means you can't yeah. – you kill two birds with one stone. One, you get your sacrifice, and two, you learn that you can't trust that pilot. But then, like, what if the guy did trust? Like, what if he was reliable and he didn't bring the guy to the island? They'd be fucked. He would have talk, He would have told him to fuck off, and Nick Cage would have found some other way to get there. He would have rented a boat. Yeah, you're right. Or fucking found some private <laughs> pilot to fly him there. Yeah, well – he shows them a photo of the missing girl, Rowan, and all of them say they've never seen her. And they say it's actually not Sister Willow's daughter. Everyone is a sister and a plant. Yeah, I do I do like when he's like, oh, yeah, okay, great, another plant name. I get it. They're all plants. <laughs> they are all plants. Summersile? Yeah. Mrs. Summersile? Well, she's the leader. And the doctor? She's was the, the island. It's like Row, wasn't it? Uh, no. Oh, oh she, was, uh, do- she was Moss. Yeah, Dr. Moss. Uh, non-vascular plant. <laughs> but then he ends up going to the tavern on Summer's Isle, and uh, it's like a fucking like save point in an RPG. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, weary traveler. Would you like to buy some inventory? Yeah, I was actually surprised they even had like uh, a bar place to put up people because they don't accept guests. Well, no, she was like, well, we have a room, I guess. Maybe they just have this one room yeah, for the Wicker like, Man sacrifice just room. Just a spare room. Yeah. Maybe some people live there every now and then. Maybe like, Oh, your house burnt down. Yeah. Dudes in the doghouse. Yeah. People get too drunk to like go home, totally. drink too much honeymead. Sister Beach is the bartender, or what does he call her? He's like, oh, are you barmaid. the barmaid? The tavern wench. And she's like, uh, I'm Sister Beach. Hi. Because Willow comes in and interjects at the right time because she's like, is that some fancy city talk you're yeah, using? Yeah, can you swing that? Yeah, I don't Which, even using basic human logic. Manage. He needs manage. She's like, can you manage? <laughs> Edward gets really serious and he's like, all right. Oh, yeah, starts pounding his knife on the counter. Yeah, like fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm on official police business. I'm going to question all of you. And they all just look at him, and then he smashes one of their bees, and they're like, oh, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, but we learn he's fucking allergic to bees. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's, that's going to come back into play later. Right. Um, when he's going up to his room, Willow Hand passes him a note. Yeah. She says she's being watched, and she wants to meet him in the woods. Mm. And believe nothing that you see or hear. I, I love that when I, whenever that's said in a movie, because even the person who says it, you can trust. Yeah. And it always ends up being like, I told you not to trust anybody. <laughs> <laughs> do you, th- do you right. think the note was also in calligraphy? Like her fucking letter? <laughs> Super nice. Like... <laughs> she wrote it seven days ago. So Edward does go and meet Willow in the woods. And the first thing he's like, traditionally, the guy gets his fucking ring back <laughs> when the fiance runs away. But she's still wearing it. 
She's, she's on a necklace. She has a necklace. She kind of just says she bailed on him because she was young. And, you know, she's raised in a commune, right? So she's kind of a weirdo anyway. But her da- a bee cult. <laughs> but her daughter is missing, and everyone says she's crazy, but she knows that she's somewhere on the island. Should make things easy. Yeah, Nick goes back to his fucking save point. He's unpacking his bags, and someone... Nick. <laughs> or Edward. He's very Nick, I think, in this movie. Yeah, classic Nick. Yeah. So he's unpacking his bag and someone stole his book on tape. Of all the things to steal, like, take his gun, take his EpiPens, Mm -hmm. like his fucking book on tape, like, the one thing that didn't matter at all. And it was called, like, Everything's Alright or Everything's Everything's Okay. Some self-help book. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, what did they do with it? And they never, like, say. Maybe they just don't have technology because only one person in town takes the photos. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is that they're trying to keep him in a hyper state of, like, stress. That one is calm down tips. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, okay, we got to keep him fucking manic. Mm -hmm. He also pulls out some EpiPens. So a little more foreshadowing there. Those may be used. (laughs) <laughs> Sister Beach, though, is downstairs, and the worst people on the island come in. These two creepy fucking blind <laughs> twins come in. and I don't... I hate them. Do you understand the whole pur- the purpose of the twins in this movie? Like, constantly, like, there was twins everywhere. Uh, was... No, that wasn't explained, but I was like... I, we did notice it, but... Yeah, a lot of the groups were twins. Yeah, because it was like, then he was, like, talking to the teacher, and they talked to mm-hmm. another woman who was the same actress, and she's like, I don't know who the fuck you are, buddy. I wonder if they do, like, some weird, like, fertility ceremonies, and a lot of the women are more fertile and have twins, yeah. or some shit. Is that, like, an inbreeding thing? No. I don't, well, they don't really inbreed. They go off the island, I think, because mm-hmm. she was talking about making all her people strong, the strongest way to you know make your DNA strong is to spread it not in your own they're family. All fraternal twins, they all yeah. But the blind twins always speak in unison, and they're just always fucking shit eating grins on their face. Creepy uh, <laughs> witches, uh. yeah, dude. But they're having a cryptic conversation downstairs about tomorrow being the time of death and rebirth. Make sure you say it loud enough so that Edward can hear you. <laughs> oh, the time of death and rebirth. <laughs> is he in here? We're blind. We can't tell. <laughs> you know, he he gets a little rest, I guess, but he wakes up, of course having some bad dreams, constant nightmares, and every time he has a nightmare about the accident, he has to wake up and shove pills in his mouth. Uh, But while he's shoving pills in his mouth, he sees a girl who looks like Rowan wearing the same clothes running outside the window. So he follows her straight into a creepy barn. (laughs) It's like in the middle of the night, and he climbs up on the loft. The the floorboards break, and he almost falls like seven feet. Mm. (laughs) Into like a pile of pitchforks, though. Josh did point out it was a pile of pitchforks. It was a huge... Huge thing of pitch, like seventy pitchforks. It was big. There was like seven. There was like seventy pitchforks pointing all straight up at him. Again, if he would have died, everything would have been fucked. But he's not supposed to die. All of this is supposed to be happening, just like even in the first Wicker Man. Everything is on purpose. Hmm. Everything. Uh, so he does find uh, one of the little sweaters. But the thing is, is the sweater Rowan's wearing in the photo, all the girls on the island have the same. Everyone dresses the same for their like yeah. age group or whatever yeah. they are on the farm. <laughs> Except for like the obviously the wealthier people who are related to Mrs. Summers Isle. Yeah. Sister Summers Isle. Sister Summers Isle. She'd be mother. Sister. I think they call her mother. Mother yeah. Summers Isle. Yeah, because I mean, she's the queen, right? So I think they had a different term for her. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, though. So when he wakes up in the morning, he's eating, and he realizes that the honey he's eating is totally bought honey. So like, Yeah, it's like Safeway brand honey. Yeah, it's like, in the little bear. Yeah. Um, but apparently their last harvest was cursed, so they don't actually have a lot of uh, honey. But even though you see harvest. shit everywhere. Something that kept irritating me in this movie is they keep referring to their bees as crops. And getting the honey as a harvest. I think they meant all their crops, because I think they grow full farms. No, it's bees. 
How else do they, they get have, other food? They, from the pilot who goes there every day. Yeah. He said he goes there every day. Yeah. But he can't just bring food. Oh, he, you yes. can grow your own food. He can. <laughs> he was loading up like a it's big ridiculous. fucking plane of like potatoes and shit like that. I mean, they have like farm animals and stuff yeah. too, and a store. but like their produce comes from outside. I I feel like when they said crops, they meant everything because a bee is no, not a crop. Yes, a bee is not a crop. <laughs> You don't call it a crop. You don't call it a harvest. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> the harvest bee fest. They just saying they literally saying that because it was a, it was a crop in the first movie and it was a harvest in the first movie. I, I it don't was apples. I don't really know a lot about apiaries. You apiarists. Don't, <laughs> you don't go. I got a bee crop. <laughs> I'm growing my bees in the back. I think you say hive. Nice crop of bees this year. Yeah. So he's talking to fucking <laughs> Lily Sobieski, who also I don't think is very. Smart. No. Because she's also kind of like a plant to get men to. And I, I think she has just been taught to say a few lines. The things that men want to hear kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about the super weird and awkward conversation <laughs> while she was chopping wood? Yeah. yeah. Like the most awkward and nonsensical conversation on a man. Will you take me with you? Yeah. And I think like, that's what she's supposed to say. What's happening on the, the, day days of tomorrow. Of, the days of tomorrow or some shit. And she's like, yeah. you mean the day after tomorrow? That's and a weird way to say <laughs> it. That's a weird way to say it. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I thought about was that like she is being trained to go like be an agent off the island. So she speaks mm. more like mainland than anybody else. I guess, I don't know. Yeah, and she's their lumberjack. <laughs> she's your sister honey. I'm really <laughs> ignoring the fact that there is like a minute dedicated to these two characters trying to figure out what day the other one's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so tomorrow. No, no, I mean the day after tomorrow. No, no. The day, the day after. Tomorrow. Oh, bitch. so tomorrow. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> it literally is. And he's like, oh, okay, what's happening? And then she's like, well, the day after tomorrow is May 2nd, so nothing's happening. And then he's like, well, no, I mean, what's happening tomorrow? And then she's like, I told you. And he's like, did you? Did you? <laughs> and then you're just like sitting. Take me with you. <laughs> yeah. And then and she's he's like, like, no. And then she gives him a big like, I'm going to blowjob you. I look in the eyes. I, but I think that's her line. I will say that was Nick Cage's best acting moment because he looked at her like, all right, I'm going to go. Yeah. I loved when he looked at everyone like they're right, fucking I'm going to keep chopping wood. <laughs> yeah. Sooner or later, one of the men will come around to carry it, because that's mm-hmm. what they're trained to do. Okay. I chop, they carry. Then he asked her where the school is, at least. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to fucking check out the school. I'm going to find Rowan. That makes sense. She's a kid. I'm looking for a kid. Kids are at schools. It all lines up. <laughs> yeah, he walks into the school, and she's like... So it's the symbol of man in the purest form. Phallic symbol, phallic symbol. <laughs> and he starts fucking <laughs> cracking up. It's hilarious. He's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I might have started laughing too. Schools are a little different when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, if I walked in and there was a classroom full of only girls just chanting phallic symbol, I would be like, wow, where am I? Tell me more. <laughs> I am the jerk off. Um, they had a thing above the chalkboard too, and I looked up to see what it meant. Oh, yeah, it was like some, yeah, what was it? <laughs> it's translated to the king does not have the sting. So. Which sounds like a fucking like seventies disco rap song lyric. <laughs> the king has no sting. <laughs> the king don't got the sting. The king don't got the sting. Oh yeah, girl. Uh, but none of the students know who Rowan is. Mm. Apparently, uh, they're all saying no. But there is one empty desk where they are torturing a black bird inside to see how long it would. The old bird would stand it. Or something. It was like, what yeah. the fuck is wrong with you? You ruined our science experiment! <laughs> but I mean, his reaction there is totally normal. He, It's hilarious, but he opens the thing and is like, what the hell? And then like the bird flies out and he's like, why the hell would you let them do a sick thing like that? 
because it is weird. Yeah. Yeah, but also <laughs> fuck off. You don't belong here. Yeah. That was that bird was a bad bird. If you came oh, like if someone no. out of context, if they walked into a classroom where a bunch of people were slicing open frogs, that would look crazy too. But you aren't from here. You don't know what's going on, and you're just being an asshole. Please leave. <laughs> I don't think it was a bad bird, though, Mark. Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry. Could have been an evil bird. Okay. Could have been sacrificing it. You don't know. Well, the bird didn't seem too upset. The bird was like, "Yeah, man, I liked it in there. It was cozy." No, he was like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes, Rowan. And he, the bird can get out. He looks at the roll sheet, and Rowan was on it, but she's totally crossed out. Yeah, I, but I like when he like to the students. He's like, "You fucking little lying bitches! <laughs> you little liars!" Yeah. It was so great. I was like, "Wow, he's not even talking to the teacher. Yeah. He's talking to the fucking students." You're the biggest liar. First, he erases all our work on the board, which yeah. is a oh dickhead yeah, thing to, do. to write his Excuse name. Excuse me, the white man is here. Yeah, none of this crap is important. Pay attention to me. Well, everyone there is white, also. So yeah, but they're like weirdo white. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah, they're just on their own island. <laughs> yeah. So the teacher's name is Sister Rose, mm-hmm. and she says that Rowan is actually dead, and she's buried. And she says this thing where she's like, she burn to death and he's like what and she's like I said what I meant to she burned to death and I was like you didn't fucking say that dude yeah. you're a liar she's dead in quotation <laughs> you fucking little liars <laughs> um, but she you also has cunts. a uh, <laughs> sister Rose also has a sister who looks like her sister, sister Thorn. Thorn which doesn't matter at all in the movie <laughs> nope she, never see her again yeah and he's like Okay. This is the this is see Amber actually had most of the best quips in this one. She was because uh, <laughs> that sister was Miss Sister Thorne was way more grumpy. Oh yeah. She's like, oh, she has to teach all the boys, so she's grumpy about it. <laughs> <laughs> so she's hella pissed. It was like they were in picking up stick class because they practice they practice with picking up sticks. So when they're older, they can just move logs around because that's the men's job on this island is they just transport wood back and forth or stand there. Or stand there on the grunt every now and then so they, when someone touches them. The men were building the wicker man, right? Is that the, what's what yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, okay. what, that's all the sticks in the show is for. Dude, I thought that guy, the guy who Nicholas Cage saves from the uh, the things from falling, mm-hmm. I fucking thought that was Daniel Craig. Like, the guy stood up. I was like, oh, shit, Daniel Craig. I don't think so. No, I looked it up like, a, like every website and no one, no one confirmed it. Were you stunned? Very. Then it was totally him. Yeah. Uh, so he actually wants to check out her grave. So he walks over. There is a fresh grave. Willow shows up at the right time, and she foreshadows a flooded crypt. It's like a building or ruins or whatever. Isn't it like an old church built before they yeah. showed up or something yeah. like that? It's like, I-, I was told it was glorious in its day. Yeah, it was a cage, but under the cage is like a fucking just full of murky water crypt. Yeah, and he was like, yeah. there's a new lock on it. Weird. <laughs> yeah. That's such a video game because it's like, you find a lock on the door, and it's like, got to find the key. Yep, <laughs> come back. <laughs> she, in the worst way ever, she's like, our daughter, oops. Oops. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, and it's like, you totally meant to fucking say it like that, you fucking turd. <laughs> so Edward is Rowan's biological father. Now yeah. he's ready to find his daughter that he's never met, that he loves more than anything in the world. <laughs> Willow takes him to Rowan's bedroom, and she said that she left and went to the market yeah. and came back, and Rowan was gone, and all her shit was gone. Yeah. So when he's looking around, he fucking flips up her desk. And Rowan has fucking this Satan yeah. crayon painting under her desk that says, help me. He's like, have you seen what Rowan drew? Yeah, it's pretty a, disturbing. Adult drew that. Yeah. All part of the game. Well, now that we know what happened, yeah, they must have like pulled all her stuff out, drew that fake drawing. <laughs> it would have been funny if he didn't flip the desk and like at the meeting later, like the girl who drew it was like, 
did he flip the desk? Did he see the drawing? He's like, <laughs> no, he didn't. Like, oh, man. He's he's kind of getting upset, though. You know, now he's starting to get a little. agitation's growing. Yeah. Yeah, he's starting to get a little, like, <laughs> panicky and, like, upset. I, if I only had my tapes, I'd be all right. <laughs> but kind of rightfully so. He even says it at some point. He's like, oh, you know, I'm just here trying to find a girl that everyone's pretending doesn't exist. And she's either dead or she isn't. And, like, the town is fucking weird. Yeah, but he's he's letting his frustration show yeah. at this point. He's yeah. not he's not a calm police officer. Yeah. <laughs> but he sees the seaplane land in the harbor, so he goes down to wait for the pilot because the pilot apparently isn't there, and he passes out on the dock. He nods off. Yeah. 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 But when he's looking over, he sees Rowan's body under the dock. He can see it in the water, so he does a dive underneath, like the most riri dive possible. <laughs> he like fucking dives like <laughs> sideways into the water. But he wanted to propel himself underneath the <laughs> dock. Jump off. So he had to it. dive like that, so he can get okay. like sure. you know instead of diving. Why in would the... he go to the end of the dock to jump off instead yeah. of jumping off at the side directly because next to where? Because he was. was getting, yeah, he was where she was, telling himself off. So he runs on the dock. Okay, she. He, the he great, does... the great is in the middle of the dock. Uh huh. Uh-huh. He could have walked to the left or the right, jumped in feet first, and been right next to where she was. He but instead, he like, goes to the end of the dock, yeah. does a goofy fucking dive so he can get under it, and then swims the length of the dock <laughs> the dive. to where she was at. Well, I think we're putting we're we're, we're breaking it down too much because it was a dream. So you know you can't you can't be blamed for your dream actions. I thought his dive was fine. <laughs> okay. I actually was like, oh, all right. But I knew it was different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never seen anyone dive that way. But yeah, so it's not her. So he wakes up on on the dock, but he has double nightmares. I love double nightmares. <laughs> yeah, so he wakes up. Oh no, the fucking soaky water bodies in my arms. And then he wakes up again. It's like, God damn it. It's like, that was fucked up. Yeah, I would have been like, oh good, I found her. I can go home now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so none of that actually happened. Oh. And the fucking guy doesn't show up so he actually swims to the plane and he sees that someone has destroyed the radio and CB thing completely. Plot thickens. Mm-hmm. But he's also looking for Sister Moss who MD who, who's uh, the local doctor. Slash photographer. Mm-hmm. I think he just it looked like he just randomly walked by and was like oh shit that's the doctor's office. Yeah. Alright I'm gonna pop in there and ask her fucking some shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's the only person in town that has a camera. She's the, Sister Moss is the only person who takes photos. She's a learned lady. She yes. knows how to operate all the old timey equipment they have. Yeah, so she has all the photos of the Harvest Festival, and they were on the wall in the, like, tavern, but the one from last year is missing, so he's asking her for it, and as he's asking her, she closes a book that's, like, rituals and, like, magic, <laughs> and he just waits for her to leave and hides outside her house in a bush, Yeah, which she wanted. This is all planned, Joshua. <laughs> all part of the plan. Yep, because she, like, knows. She's like, oh, this guy's an idiot. I'm just going to close this book that has all the photos of the harvest that he can right. see, and it says rituals on top, which will be, I'm curious about that. Hmm. <laughs> but he finds the harvest festival of last year, and it's actually Rowan, and apparently it is the worst harvest on, on record. record. Oh, my God. Fucking Ronan. And he does confront Willow, too, about being vague as fuck. Yeah. Because there's a point where he's like, you fucking live here. Tell me what's going to happen tomorrow. Like, why are there pictures of little girls surrounded by fucking, like, rocks? That's weird. <laughs> but she says she's scared, mm. you know, too. For nondescript reasons, which she's unwilling to explain. Yeah, because yeah, he's like, what is this festival? And she's like, it's just like a festival we do. Like, those are their answers for shit. And he's like, why did you fucking bring me here? Yeah. yeah. Like, you're not even on my fucking team. I mean, at this point, it's got to be like, all right. We know he's not going to be on our side anymore. Yeah. Like, just, just keep him here long enough. Like, we just it's 12 hours. Not like he can leave. Yeah. Yeah. Right? 
So it's like, it's going to be awkward, we know, but just, just fucking roll with it. I guess he could have hopped one of those rowboats and just rowed his way to the mainland, but... He could have swam. Just grab a log and float and start kicking. <laughs> you can't really swim two miles There in the are ocean. plenty of logs to float on. Oh, yeah, we know that. And he'd be, like, on the fucking coast of, like... Canada by the time he actually got to shore. That would be funny if they went looking for him and they're like, he's gone. Like, that fucker float back. <laughs> he <fucking laughs> on his swim back. back to California. He did one of those dives. <laughs> like, <laughs> Turned him all the way to California. Torpedo. Like fucking Aquaman. <laughs> uh, so Nick decides he's going to take a fucking bike ride. This was the part where you're saying all the men were putting logs on this cart. Yeah. yeah. And, and so he's like, let me help you. And then all the logs fall down. He moves the guy. Yeah. And he's like, can't you talk? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he sounds like. It's a mystery. Like. I don't know. Could they talk? I never, they never explain. I yeah. think they cut their tongues out. Because like, no. the guy who, uh, the, the tavern tried to talk and he was like, hey. <laughs> I don't think he was trying to talk as much as he was just like, don't touch me. Like, Ugh. Oh. No. Um, I they, mean, I think. They if, can all talk. I think if they would have cut their tongues out, they would have made a bigger like deal of that at some point in the movie. And this is all just show. Oh, so they're wait. regular guys like everybody else. They're clearly not. No, <laughs> no, they're just. This is this is all part of the thing because they never have to cut this many logs normally. They're only doing it for the Wicker Man Festival one time a year. They're doing the men work, you know, gender role stuff. Mm-hmm. But they're also pretending that they're like lesser, so he feels weirder. I don't think they're pretending. At the that. end, they're all dancing around and laughing, man. Nah, I think they really. No, I think they were. I think they were like drones, you know. Nah. No, that, that's not that's not an act. That's just the way their society works. I mean, Sister Summer's Isle is like the queen, so the, her family is basically royalty. That's why they all have nicer clothes and stuff than the rest of them. Dude, so, I mean... The dude in Sister Summer Isle's bed later on, the old guy, he's like laying there naked. Yeah. Is he dead? Or, no. Like, did she fuck him to death? Or was he just kind of like, yeah? No, he got bees. Oh. He got bee stings. He got beed? Yeah, he just had hella horrible bee stings all over his face and body. Why? Who knows? No reason. I, there was also a room where a chick just had a bee merkin. Yeah. So, <laughs> a giant one, like fucking ZZ Top. <laughs> this is like where he accidentally like rides into a beehive. Yeah, just runs uh, his bike straight into a beehive like an idiot. Oh, God. Runs hella far, passes out. I told Josh I would just be screaming. Yeah. The, like if I was running out of there and there are bees everywhere. And he's also like flailing around and like slapping them. And I'm like, don't touch them. They, lo- they hate that. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta walk away calmly. Yeah. Yeah. They. I mean, I would run. No. Unless but... they're Africanized killer bees, then you're just fucked. Yeah. Then you're fucked. I did like that they they panned up and it was like beehives everywhere, so like there was really nowhere he can go. They like made the road look like a little honeycombs. Yeah. Yeah. It was cute. Which is why, like, I don't think like what you were saying before that they did the bees just for him. I think that bees are just their culture. Oh no, they always do bees. Oh okay. Oh, I'm happy we are in agreement. Yeah, yeah. This, this is the bee town. <laughs> but I mean, like, everything, like, the... Like, I just think they also have other things they farm. Oh. They don't. The island is not big enough. <laughs> they get imported. I'm sorry for bringing this conversation back up. <laughs> <laughs> you can say sorry to them. <laughs> because they have beehives and then woods. Where else are they going to have farms? In the small area they've designated to grow fucking, he like, goes to every- cilantro. He, he goes to everywhere on the island. Yeah, at some point. And he doesn't see any large crops. I mean, they obviously had goats and chickens, but we didn't see any goats and chickens anywhere. Yeah, boom, Mark. Yeah, you did. Really? You saw livestock throughout the entire movie. At the <laughs> very beginning, he oh, goes up to that tiny little like huts, and there's like livestock. There's all kinds of livestock. Water. Oh, you got some chickens, too? What's going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> well, he passes out, and he wakes up after more nightmares, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, more trains and fucking... Planes and automobiles. <laughs> smashing all running, into children. All running over this girl. <laughs> and this is the dream where I thought that he realized that the cop was against him, too. 
Oh, she, she turns was, into bees? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, like, we never know. We never know who they are. And like, here's mm-hmm. a letter. I don't know. I feel like that was just weird imagery for weird imagery. Again, that's yeah. something that I think if like she wasn't on it, they'd pan to her in the crowd during the last scene. Oh, uh, that would have been awesome. Oh, like she would just like took off a mask. That would be a reveal, yeah. Yeah. Maybe she was. <laughs> she could have been this fucking the way this movie shitty movie. <laughs> she probably had triplets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he wakes up, he's at Sister Summer's Isle's house and the the fucking doc patched him up. But in the old way, she didn't even use a Zeppi pen. Yeah, she sucked, sucked the, poison the poison out, out. of him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but how how did they don't say how they did it? Yeah. Well, herbs, yeah. witchy medicines. Who she, fucking knows? Yeah. What's the Sherman movies? MacGuffin. She used a MacGuffin. Yeah. What's that? Like the the magical nonsensical thing that just exists in the movie land. Oh. So just the further the plot and move it forward. Well, good. I'm glad she did. <laughs> uh, but now, since he's at Sister Summer Isle's house, he finally gets to meet the fucking queen bee, right? Yeah. And he wants to ask her if he can uh, dig up Rowan's body, basically, to exhume the body. I don't know why he needs permission now. He's just been doing whatever the hell he wants up to here. Yeah, island justice, dude. Just do whatever you want. There's a point where he screams, I don't need anyone's permission! <laughs> uh, so, but this fucking scene's hella funny because while he's talking to her he's like smacking bees off his fucking face and like he's like eyes are twitching and stuff and he's like rubbing his eyes I'm like dude he's having like allergies and fucked up shit is going on but Sister Summersile explains some stuff she says that her cult worships a goddess and that she is the human representative of that goddess, which mm. lucky her, Not right? script goddess. Yeah. yeah. Her people did come from Europe. They wanted spiritual freedom. They all come from Europe. Don't they? And but, they first moved close to Salem, but they were obviously witches, so they were mistreated. So yeah. then they pushed farther over and then finally settled on their little island in Washington. Dude, they trekked across the fucking country. Yeah. Dude, that's that's impressive. Searching mm-hmm. for religious freedom. But they don't hate yeah. men. They're just not subservient to them, is what she says. It's just um, a picture or a matriarchal society. Yeah. yeah. They serve a purpose, but we're not beholden to them. Yeah. Yeah. Edwards is like kind of rude to her a little bit and calls her a wacko. <laughs> Says she's performing ritualized murder. And then she's like, it's so nice to meet someone from a normal society. It's hilarious. <laughs> I do that. He was kind of like, I get what you guys do here. You sacrifice people. Like, yeah, I get what's happening. I don't think it's right. It's wrong. She's like, yeah, well, whatever you say. He's like, no, nah, bitch, I'm saying it's wrong. <laughs> like, OK, well, whatever. Agree to disagree. <laughs> it's only OK in America where I beat up people with sticks. <laughs> But he does uh, dig up the grave in the middle of the night, of course. He's not going to wait till the morning. But there's only like a burnt corn husk doll in there. And of course, he hears Rowan crying again outside. And he's going to follow her in the middle of the night. And apparently, she's in the crypt. Of course. Yeah. Which is now unlocked. Which is now, the lock is gone. (laughs) So he he goes into the fucking crypt. And which one thing I would never do, even if I went in, I would not dive into murky, stagnant crypt water. With a gate on it that, like, you're clearly going to get locked in. And the fucking building is so old, it's just dilapidated rocks. Yeah. yeah. Like, old-ass Jesus statue down there. That is my nightmare. <sighs> yeah. That was an old church built on that island. Yeah. They probably, they brought Jesus to that island, and then they realized that, like, there was the older gods that they want to worship. So then they burnt down all the new gods. Well, it could have been that, yeah. What if they just killed all those people? Well, probably. Maybe, or maybe the people just left because there was nothing on the island. Yeah. They're like, this place is fucking full of bees. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Colonies just dry up all the time. People just went back hmm. to the mainland. Oh, wow. Anyway, he's in there, and one of the old Bioshock bee ladies <laughs> actually locks him, locks the crypt in there, yeah. and he fucking has to spend the night with his body in the crypt and, like, his arms, like, above him hanging onto some fucking metal rod. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's fucked up. He sleeps in there all fucking night. <laughs> Worst night sleep. I think that was like the final thing. Like they're just trying to break him psychologically, and I think that was just like one more thing on the on the menu. I mean, that would do it. It did do it. That it did do it. I yeah. mean, he woke up the next day, and he was, like, kicking down doors and shit. He was like, I'm fucking manic. He but went on a punch crazy rampage after that. <laughs> he should have left as soon as he dug up her grave, and it was a fucking burnt doll. How did they get burned? <laughs> How did they get burned? <laughs> yeah, so in the morning, Willow lets him out. She knows he's there, apparently. and he. Gives, yeah, I was amazed he wasn't suspicious about that. He gives, How did you know where I was at? <laughs> he gives her Rowan's murky fucking crypt water sweater, and she smells it like she can smell smell her daughter or something yeah. disgusting. My baby. And boy, is he fucking pissed. <laughs> he, he wants some fucking answers. He's like screaming at her. And he just screams, how does it get burned? How does it get burned? How does it get burned? Well, how uh, does it get burned? <laughs> I think Nick Cage has like a thing in his contract where like one movie, he gets to be a fucking complete maniac for a second. Well, he held produce this one that's true <laughs> he's like I want to fucking scream I want to have 30 minutes where I just run around <laughs> fucking like a maniac on maniac island screaming <laughs> how did I get burned but he like just so keeps I don't know fire <laughs> <laughs> part of what makes the movie good is what is makes it bad <laughs> so today's the day of the festival though yeah y- yes today is the day of the festival so i imagine he takes some sort of shower because he's disgusting nah man fuck it i mean he's in it yeah he's going to sister summer's isle's house again he's banging around looking for her and that's when he sees the lumpy old b-man really smugly laying in bed yeah <laughs> and then uh he never gets to sister summer's isle but she's fucking laying in bed like a true cult leader yeah. just <laughs> draped with her handmaiden surrounding her yeah. yeah it's like you know when her hair is all pressed out to the side and her clothes are all laid like wrinkle free. It's a pre-ritual meditation. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Canopy bed. Yeah, it's beautiful. It was. It looked really sunny and lovely in there. And all their like buildings are really cute. They have these really cute windows that look like honey beehives because the windows oh, are yellow. Ones. And mm. Yeah, I'd live there. It was very beautiful. Yeah, yeah I know you would live there. <laughs> I would have a great time. He does see Sister Rose again, and he's like, give me your bike. And she's like, no way, bro. And he's like, give me your bike. Here's a gun in your fucking face. Take your stupid mask. (laughs) She's wearing a bird mask. She's like, I was taking it anyways. (laughs) She's wearing a, like, it's a really beautiful black feathery bird mask, but uh, she's like wearing it. She's like, you know, for the festival of death. Every birth. birth. (laughs) (laughs) So he throws her stupid mask at her and he's riding around. Creepy blind twins are like, it is he in unison. It's so weird because they like show scenes where he's like looking at something and you're like, what is that? Yeah, he like looks at like nothing and they they linger on it for like 10 seconds. Yeah, and I'm like, what am I looking at? And then he just walks. Yeah, I know. Then I look over there. It's like it was like a, a, a fork in the road or something. And I was like. Wait, no, nope, nothing. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah. I think this movie needed to be like three hours long. No, no. I think oh, we need- Certainly the, did not need to be three I think hours we need long. the full version to I really- I think it was a perfect You point. think they were going to CGI something in there and they just <laughs> ran out of money? So I, just, No, I think it's there. I think like it just got bee. cut. It's just a giant bee smoking yeah. a cigar. Hey, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, hey, Edward, how you doing? <laughs> but now he's just going from fucking house to house. All the kids are wearing masks and like dancing around. He's just ripping masks off their faces and screaming. Ruining at them. their death and rebirth day. It's like the biggest day of the year. He's just being a douchebag. Yeah, kicking in doors and asking everyone who they are. Or he's making it better. But they really don't. I mean, they're kind of yucking it up and making fun of him and shit too. Like he's acting like a fucking douchebag. He's he's being a, a literal lunatic. But he runs. Actually, he does run for the seaplane and finds that it's just completely destroyed. And then when he looks behind him, there's the fucking pilot. 
dressed up like a scarecrow. Yeah, dude. They like ripped his hand off and then shoved hella sticks in there. Yeah, what was the point of that? He's a wicker hand. Were they making him a wicker man? <laughs> I did not understand. He's had a wicker that. hand. Maybe just one of the goons did that and, and like. Yeah. Maybe the lady they're just walked like, up and she's like, "Why did you cut his hand off, Steve? Why did you?" Sh- I bet when they had the cut meeting- her hand off and shove <laughs> sticks in it. One of the- I bet when they had the meeting, like they drew it out and they're like, "What's scariest? Okay, Stitch Mouth. Yes, great. We're gonna add Stitch Mouth. Yes. Oh, that looks scary. And I, should, I should totally jerk off on the thing too, right? Like, no, I don't think we need to do that. Like, <laughs> no, that's enough. I don't know. It'd be really scary. <laughs> <laughs> but his eyes and his mouth were still shut. And if he cut really up in the mouth, bees would have came out. Oh, Whoa. I bet there were bees in there. I would have totally done that scene. The three-hour movie, dude. I'm telling you, it's in there. It's in there. Uh, But he runs back to his room, and he sees Sister Beach talking to the fucking lady, and she's like, did you take care of the pilot? And she's like, fuck yeah. Shove sticks in his hand real good. (laughs) Yeah. No, she says, uh, did you take care of that business on the beach? Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, I took care of it. And it's like, oh, we know you did. Everyone's speaking loud enough so that everyone can hear it. But if it if it happened like like Joshua said, where the guy was actually in the fucking bag at that time, he could have already been dead already, and they were just saying that conversation because he they knew he yeah, was walking Yeah, take care in. of the thing on the beach meant set his corpse up on the beach where he could find it. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So he gives Sister Beach a little chin music. <laughs> just socks her. All of a sudden, uh. he just fucking punches her <laughs> in the face. And I was like, holy fuck. Out cold. Pu- one hit. Yeah. One punch. I could not even fucking believe it. Two fucking thuds. Yeah. It's two hits. I hit you, you hit the floor. <laughs> I know it's fucked up, but I laughed hella hard. Like, I was just like, I can't believe he just fucking punched her. So he's trying to steal Sister Beach's costume, which is a full bear suit, but Lily Sobieski fucking shows up and she's fucking strong too, man. He she's- fucking kung fu kicks her into the fucking wall, and I was... I fucking die. He kicks her in the (laughs) face. Like, this is Sparta style. Just, like, boot to the fucking face. Yeah, she flies across the room into the fucking wall. And I'm like, (laughs) I can't believe her face doesn't have any blood on it. Like, flexes at her. Yeah, and kisses his bicep. Uh, (laughs) You want some more? Oh, God. This is, yeah, this is shit gets good. Like, (laughs) this is the best part of it. Yeah, it's like the last 20 minutes. But the rest of the town is actually celebrating the festival. They're wearing masks. They're dancing. They're dancing around. There's some Chris Farley bee suits out there. <laughs> and, like, you know, they're they're giving back, so they, like, bust open one of the kegs of mead. Um, Sister Rose has a really awesome fucking bird costume. Yeah, she cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so cool. It's, like, all black with bird feathers. I think Sister Rose is also one of the daughters of Sister S- Summer's Isle because she also has nicer clothes, like, when she's a teacher. She has teacher clothes. Yeah, yeah. but she's all fancy, and a lot of the other people really aren't. Mm-hmm. Summer's Isle has, like, her face painted, where it's, like, half sun on one side and half moon on the yeah, other side. Yeah, she looks side. like William Wallace. <laughs> she looks a little bit like <laughs> William Wallace. <laughs> Uh, Freedom! (laughs) So he shows up in the fucking bear suit. Oh, God. And it's funny. It's it's, instantly funny. But then immediately takes off the mask, opens the mask, and he's like, what are you doing here, Willow? She's like, dude, I had to come. She's like, whoa, you're a fucking bear. (laughs) She gives him a look for a second, like a what the fuck look. Like, Nope, but this was all planned. No, this part was clearly... Oh, they left him a bear suit. Like he definitely like they were not planning for that part. <laughs> they left like him, she, no, they she left was it. expecting him to show up, but not in the bear suit type thing. <laughs> like why the like, fuck would fuck. you take the bear suit? That was kind of the face, actually. <laughs> I just like the idea that like he took the suit of the girl, like the big girl, mm-hmm. like the only thing he would fit in. Yeah, she said it was getting small. <laughs> well, it's shrinking every year. Yeah, yeah they, that's what the guy says in the original Wicker Man. Like a lot of the lines were actually yeah. lines from the movie. Oh, some of the trivia I got is uh, they said like 80% of the uh, the lines are actually from the original movie. Really? 
80? 80%. How did it get burned? Yeah. How did it get burned? How did it get burned? <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. So he does see Rowan. She's standing on like a fucking pyre and she's going to be burned at the stake, I guess. Yeah. So he runs up and punches yet another woman. <laughs> yeah. Grant punches every woman that gets in his way on her way, his way up to the kid. Finally. Punches like three women. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He grabs Rowan. They run in the woods in the bear in suit. In the bear costume. <laughs> Yeah, he runs two miles or so in the bear suit. Yep, yeah. yep, he runs two miles in the bear suit, and uh, he did take off the bear suit at one point, but well, he just kept on the little slippers. He left his bear booty, his bear booties on. <laughs> yeah, but it's a fucking trap. Everyone's in on it. Yeah, even Willow. Even Willow. Even Ronan. You know, Rowan basically leads him right back to the maniacs, and he's surrounded. And now they all, in you know, different time, explain how. He's going to be sacrificed, but it's not like just Summer's Isle talking. It's like everyone chimes in and says a piece. So they explain that it's his destiny. That's a good thing for him. He gets to be immoral. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be a great honor. You know, they were kind of, they were like, you're going to stand next to the eternal gods forever. Yeah. Like you have a place in heaven. You'll Mm -hmm. be at the side of the gods and goddesses for eternity. That's so bad. So they think they're giving him a great thing. Yeah. I I think at one point they did, but I have a feeling Summer's Isle knows that she's not. Willow did have like a look on her face where she was kind of like, uh, this is a little hard to watch. She, she never, always had that fucking look on but her face. She, like, she didn't look like she was into killing him the whole time. What do you Why do you think Mrs. Somersile doesn't? She's the truest believer of all of them. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like she's selling it. She knows. She's just no, selling it. I think it. she is a true believer in all of this. <laughs> well, it's his destiny. His density. And he thinks he's going to kick his way out of this one. He did try. He was making good headway for a minute <laughs> mm-hmm. until he got overwhelmed. There's just way too and many. All, and it's and like, all his bolts were gone. And all his, she did some she dramatic bullets. Carried those bullets with her the whole day so she could Just dramatically point. slowly drop them on the ground. As if he had yeah. to figure that I out. Because at that point, he already knew she fucking betrayed him. So he yeah. didn't need like the one more thing of her being like, and I took your bullets. It's like, I know. Like, we knew the bullets were gone. He was clicking the gun. He's and like, they yeah, was, out. He should have just been like, I was, yeah, I kind of got the idea they were gone when the gun didn't fire. Mm-hmm. You carried those with you all day? Really? Yeah. So, this is where the director's cut shows the difference. But if you're watching the theatrical cut, you don't see any of the torturing happen. You just hear this, him the while they're walking. Goofiest yeah. voiceover. And it's just, he's like, You bitches. Yeah. You bitches. <laughs> Not the bees. You're doing this for nothing. I don't believe in your God. My legs. Ah. (laughs) I'm just like, what is going on? So when you watch the director's cut, you see that they put like some logs under his legs. They're holding him down and they break each of his knees with mallets. It's fucking awful. He seems to be all right with it, though. Yeah. He was screaming. Like kind of mildly, though. My legs. When your legs are actually being broken, you don't scream. My legs! <laughs> but, well, no, when they lifted him up, he's like, ah, don't move me! Ah! <laughs> don't move me! What is this you're putting on my head? But I think I would be like, don't move me also. It's man. some kind of cage! Yeah. yeah, he's like, what is this? And then they put this, like, hat cage, but it goes over the head and, like, lands on the neck, and it's got an open top, so they just can pour bees. He's like, no, no, not the bees! Not, not the, bees. the bees! But he's, like, <laughs> shaking his head, like, ah! And they're, like, the fucking... <laughs> Worst CGBs you could imagine. C- They're like yeah. literally like Sharknado level quality fucking CG. <laughs> they look like there. spiders. They do look like spiders. They're huge. They're fucking huge. They are huge. Uh-huh. But I was like, oh, maybe they're the special like the fifth size bees that don't exist. No, we. <laughs> <laughs> They've been growing these bees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't forget their magic. Genetically engineered bees. It's a good crop of bees this year. <laughs> uh, oh, so 
Did you? There's also a scene like they use the EpiPen on him. Oh, right, oh, yeah, right, yeah. right. After the bees, he's basically dead. So she's like, now we'll do it your way. And she uh, EpiPens him. So they want him alive. Yeah. 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 She says something like, you're not going to get away that easy kind of thing. Yeah. They need him alive for this sacrifice. <sighs> you know, it seemed like it seemed weird, the whole Wicker Man at this point. I know it's like the titular scene of the movie, but yeah. it seems like that culture would just sacrifice him to the bees. Yeah. Like, stake him to a post, cover him in fucking, like, honey, and then just... Like, we, we give you to the bees. Yeah, yeah I exactly. told you, she just likes it, man. <laughs> I guess. He he sees it now. The Wicker Man needs, is fucking enormous. Maybe he needs the bee venom in him before they sacrifice him. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure that's why they made that bee hat. Yeah. He has to be <laughs> one with the bees. Yeah, because this isn't their first sacrifice. I think everyone's, you know... No, done this before. Yeah, that was a very well-made Wicker Man. Yeah. I did like how Sister Rose kept calling him a gallant knight. Yeah, I thought it was really funny. Don't Don't the hook, yeah. Quixotic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought it was great because uh, he was chasing the how qu- Quixotic. And she's like, no, that's that's not how that's not how it's going. <laughs> you can't just say what I say. <laughs> You tried. Yeah. In the Wicker Man, they also have other animals being sacrificed. So there's like chickens. I thought I heard a moo. Um, <laughs> and there's like uh, goats and stuff like that. So he's. Tiffa hears a who. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they, they sacrifice mead. It's like they're giving their harvest back. Even though their harvest was shit, they have to still sacrifice some of them. Um, and he. That's why like, it's a sacrifice. If you don't sacrifice shit that's important, it's not really a sacrifice, mm-hmm. though, is it? Yeah. yeah. So he's got no way out. His legs are broken. He can't move. So they put him in like a locked cage all the way at the like wicker man's head i think yeah yeah and rowan skips up and she's like got a fucking torch and she's gonna light his ass up and i like that he's like don't do it sweetheart honey don't do it and she's like i don't know you yeah <laughs> i've never seen you put it down yesterday. put it down she's like wrong choice of words <laughs> and then puts it down fire, fire. <laughs> he does say put it down like a hundred times and they're all chanting, the drone must die. But he gets lit <laughs> up, man. Which makes no sense. Yeah. All bee drums are females. And also he would have died long before the fire hit him. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, because, but he was just screaming like, because ah, 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 he's a fucking maniac. Oh, he would have burnt to death. Yeah, but I think that he thing passed went out. Up, no, that thing went up in like two seconds. You think so? Yeah, that thing was clearly I thought the smoke takes in... your breath away. No, that's if it's slow. <laughs> Take your breath away. <laughs> that shit went up like in a pyre and like... Fucking so literally you... two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, they lacquered the shit out of that wood, dried it out nice and good. Yeah, it was dry. Yeah. <laughs> so it dry. It was definitely dry. I mean, and he's fucking dead. Yeah. That's it. No no more Nick. No happy ending. Yeah. They're, I mean, well, depends on who you are, I guess. I bet some people were happy. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> but now, six months later, we see James Franco. <laughs> and uh, who did you say it was? Uh, Jason Ritter. Like what I said when this part popped up. Because I knew what was going to happen. It was pretty obvious. I'm like, oh, these are going to be the next guys. One of the girls yeah. is going to yeah. be sitting over there. And I'm like, these two douchebags in polo shirts are never coming for their kid on an island. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing about James Franco. Like, they're there trolling for strange. Yeah. Remember that fucking oh, blonde chick you fucking smashed? Well, fucking, I thought they like, were like ago? date rapists or something yeah, at that's first. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because they were like really creepy. They're like, Ugh, there's nothing here. Bleh. And then yeah. two girls walk in, they're like, yeah. And yeah. I was like, ew. And she's like, take me back to your place. And he's like, you were going to be there regardless. <laughs> yeah, he's like creepy smile. He's like, don't waste these roofies. <laughs> Yeah. Next bed. time, friends. Next time. I'm in the police academy. I'm like, no, you're not. He just oh, he just graduated though from the police academy. I'm like, no, you didn't. So he's also a cop. They're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> they're all dolled up though, like Willow and Lily are all, like they're going to the club. Yeah. yeah. Is she there? Is Willow there? Yeah, Willow's the other one, uh, but Maybe she just cuts me. her hair short and flat irons uh. it. But then you know, Lily's like, when Will- you Willow leave, will, will you take older, me with you? Old and busted by this point. 
No, it's six months later. No, but I mean, isn't she like 10 years ago is when he hooked up with I mean, like, she's like old enough to fuck Nicolas Cage and get engaged and have a kid yeah. and then go back and pick up like a college kid. Um, like, she looked pretty good. It seems like the timeline for her is not syncing up quite to how old she should Maybe be. Maybe they bathe in virgin blood. I did, yeah. I did laugh because like Jason Ritter got stuck with Willow. <laughs> and then James Franco got Levy Sobieski. Yeah. And I bet, like, Jason Ritter was like, all right. <laughs> Fine. Let's go to the bar and get beers. <laughs> Grandma. Yeah. You hear fucking uh, Nick Cage screaming, too, in the background yeah. at this party. He's like, <laughs> Like, for some reason, they're playing it. But they should have just played the Twilight Zone theme. Dude, because it's like, I, you're so, next. The ending, <laughs> the ending in the first one was, like way less stupid than that yeah. they just showed the next year's harvest and they had like a baller fucking apple harvest yeah like it worked like yeah and it was shitloads of apple and this one they go to the bar and have this dumb fucking like it keeps going like mm-hmm. horror movie fucking ending but they uh, might as well have been a hand coming out of the grave like, <laughs> yeah. they cut it out of the unrated version what the, the bar scene yeah they put the torture scene in but then they cut out the bar scene with James Franco for some reason mm. unless it's at the end of the credits which I did not watch till the very end oh yeah I didn't watch it. At the end of the credits, you see Thanos. <laughs> yes, the sacrifice is complete. <laughs> Nick Cage shows up. When you the... didn't realize this was in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, did you? Well, it is. Disney owns it. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Johnny Ramone and fucking Nick Cage were bros because at the end of when the credits start. Yeah, that was that was also one of my trivia. I was like, this movie was dedicated to Johnny Ramone. <laughs> yeah, it said for Johnny Ramone. I actually watched a clip of him talking about it. And he said that when he was hanging out with Johnny Ramone... Uh, they were like friends. Johnny Ramone was super horror buff and he would write down hella movies that he loved that Nick Cage hadn't seen and The Wicker Man was one of them. Hmm. And then when Johnny Ramone was in the hospital, he had asked Nick Cage if he had seen it yet <laughs> and stuff. So, you oh, know, not only bros. have I seen it, <laughs> I'm going to fucking butcher it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think he butchered it. Hmm. It's like 3.7 on IMDb. It should be like five or six. No. <laughs> it's like a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. It was not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination. No. But it's a cult thing. I feel like, why uh, not this one? Why? Th- so is The Room, but, think, but I'm not giving that five stars either. Yeah, I think this was trying to be a good movie. So is Troll 2. Which makes it not a good movie. But I don't think it was. You don't think? I don't know. Do you not believe Nick Cage? I never believed Nick Cage. Why? We have a history. I mean, it's for like uh, just oh, a normal... the same rating as The Room. For a normal <laughs> movie... This is like a three. Yeah. yeah. As bad movies goes, it's like a nine or a ten. I mean, there were people who gave it ten stars. Yeah, for like a small handful. For like liking bad movies for being bad movies, this is definitely a nine or a ten. All the things that I saw about it, it was like people who had watched the original and they're just really yeah. pissed. Because I mean, there's bad movies that are just bad because they're, they're in truth they're not really bad. They're just mediocre. Mm-hmm. They're fucking super yeah. mediocre and shitty. This one excels past mediocrity and the so bad it's good <laughs> territory. Yeah, I mean, I like watching Nick Cage yeah. go over the top. Right? Yeah. He's fucking. Should, have you seen Bad Lieutenant? That's kind of what it's. I haven't. You haven't seen Bad Lieutenant? The whole movie is just him going over the edge. I I love it. I I fucking like face off and shit. Like, face off. Yeah, man. Like all that shit's fun for me. Um, Con- Connor like, is my favorite. It's not Connor is great. It's just too long. <laughs> it's not like Christopher Lee isn't like super dramatic too. Right. And like weird. No. I mean, he was doing bad movies before bad movies were bad movies. Right. True. Like you know, like they were just cheesy. Like you know. Like people love the original Wicker Man. Yeah. It's it's good though. I mean, for the time, I thought it was great. Yeah, it was really creepy, like sexually with the women. So I was kind of was like, it made me uncomfortable a little bit, uh, but it's still to. like a good movie. It's on purpose. It's all deliberate. Yeah. It's all on purpose. <laughs> but the things I did like was how it was more like a commune, like a cult, like pagan things. Whereas like the other guys were like, we're in Scotland and we're just having a. Well, super in the time. original, they were a cult. They just didn't 
They weren't so obvious about yeah, it as they were. These guys one. were all pagany witchy. Yeah, these ones were clearly from the second he landed, the first thing Amber said is, huh, this is cult shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, as soon as the ladies were like, hmm. Yeah. yeah. As in the first one, he didn't realize they were a cult until the end when they were like, ha, we're a cult, tricked you. Well, because they had yeah. like a tavern too, but all the dudes are like singing and drinking and like stuff at it the tavern. It was like any Scottish tavern. Yeah. yeah like, well, yeah. I've never yeah. been in one. Which I think is scary. It's a better reveal if mm-hmm. like the town or normal people at the end turn out to be not normal as opposed to like everyone in the town is weird and then they end up being weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were a lot of Christian themes too in the first one. Like when he's being burned, he's kind of like, praying to God and telling them all like they're going to go to hell and like things like that. There's a lot more Christian shit where in this one, Nick Cage is like, I don't believe in your fucking God, but he doesn't say he believes in God. Tough shit. You're burning anyways. Yeah. I mean, they have to do what they have to do. They need that honey. That sweet, sweet honey. That honey money. Sweet honey. Yeah. Witchy woman. (laughs) So Nick Cage is like a horror nut. Right? Yeah. I saw, I went to New Orleans and I saw his tomb. He, you ha, you can only be buried there if you were local, I guess, but he bought it in cash from, you know, someone from New Orleans, a local. And it's like a big pyramid. It's like a big yeah. white pyramid. And it's got like a space on it where people kiss it with lipstick. Oh. So it just has lipstick kisses all over it. Cause <laughs> I, but when he lost all of his money, he kept that because he paid for it in cash. He bought the house that used to belong to Delphine Lalaurie, the fucking slave fucking sadist slave torture lady yeah Yeah, he lived in her house and then they would like come out on the porch and he'd have brunch and shit one of the rooms in that house is like bricked off because so many horrible fucking (laughs) things happened there but when I did this like ghost tour thing the lady said that the house was cursed and anyone who lives in there was supposed to have bad luck and after he moved in there he lost everything I think he was well on his way to losing everything long before he fucking moved into that house. <laughs> he might have made some poor career choices. Buying that house was part of the losing of everything. Oh, I'm looking at the uh, the photo of his tomb with all the kiss marks on it. Uh-huh. And it is fucking grim. That is, duh. It was amazing. Did, did you kiss it? No. <laughs> <laughs> so how many movies do you think Nick Cage, this is 2006. So till now, how many movies without looking do you think Nick Cage has From made? From 2006? Since then or? S- since 2006, since The Wicker Man. 20. I'll say 12. 5. 30. 100. No, that's way too many. 48. 20. Okay, 48? Really? He has made 48 movies. He didn't go away. Because <laughs> I know he did like Ghost Rider after this. They're not all like movie theater movies, but movies. I know. it was in uh, the Left Behind movie. Left Behind 8. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He did that. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> dude. That's terrible. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> uh, any trivia left? No, I mean, Mark? Liam Neeson was supposed to play the, the main role at one point. Really? Yeah. Is it before they decided to make it all ladies? <laughs> Liam Neeson churned that way the fuck down. I think he was supposed to be Nick Cage's character. Yeah, he was supposed to be, yeah. Oh. He was like, no, no. Yeah. How interesting would that have been? <laughs> yeah. And the, the budget was like $300 million and it made... 300 million, something like that. I could just. You mean 30? 30. Oh, yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah, excuse me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's like, Jesus. 300 is like Lord of the Rings budget. 300. Like, yeah. yeah. But 200 million was all about building the Wicker Man, and the rest was for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> everyone had to pitch in on set <laughs> to build that Wicker Man. Um, any fucking final lovely thoughts about this movie? Yeah. It's burning, man. Uh. Yeah. I, uh, I I was waiting for someone to walk on the hot coals after fucking... <laughs> burn their feet off? <laughs> and burn their feet off, yeah. 
like someone does every year at fucking Burning Man. Do they really do that every year? Yeah. Oh, my God. There's always somebody. Yeah. And there's that, um, you know, like that, that wasteland thing that happens every now and then, like after Burning Man, where it's like mm-hmm. they have like this big Thunderdome that they build every year. That's the only reason I've ever wanted to go is to see the Thunderdome. Yeah. But they're bringing it to Wasteland. They brought it last year or something. Mm-hmm. And fucking like every time someone falls off the top of it because people fucking climb up it fucking drunk and high. And then they fucking fall like forty feet. Like, <laughs> I was reading about the people that like clean up after it. Yeah, and they're all volunteers from the actual festival, so they do clean up after themselves. But they said they've had a big problem lately with people just leaving RVs there. <laughs> like they'll they'll buy a cheap fucking RV, take it there, party in it, and then just leave it. You ever see the junkyards full up. of bikes, like bicycles? The bikes, yeah. they all donate. They donate all the bikes. Yeah. They're saying, like, oh, there's hella glitter and shit yeah. that's just fucking everywhere and, like, garbage and, yeah, and cars. Glitter's, glitter is on one of the things they tell you not to bring because that's terrible yeah. for the environment. Yeah. There's a bunch of... There's it's, bunch, like, in like, the ocean and shit, too. Yeah, there's, like, a huge list of shit you shouldn't bring there. Oh. There was uh, this Ugh. webpage, I don't know if it's still around, but years ago, that was just called Mail Your Enemies Glitter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and you put you you give him money and you send the address to, of your enemy and he just mails them an envelope that spills glitter everywhere when you open it. And they're never going to get cleaned <laughs> up. Ever. Every time I wear glitter, it's around the house for like a couple weeks. Yeah. For sure. Mail Your Enemies Glitter. Jez can walk outside the house on like a super windy day and like glitter from four blocks away will somehow find Jez and like land on their face. <laughs> glitter fairies love them I guess so Shit. Um, well thank you for listening to me gush about Nick Cage and gush. complain glitter is for assholes glitter is for assholes yeah. what do you rate it I give- I, for a movie movie I give it a, like a 3 uh-huh. and for as bad movies go I give it like a 9 or a 10 it's an excellent bad movie yeah, yeah. I agree with that 2 B's out of 4 <laughs> 48 beehives <laughs> I'll rate it 43 arbitrary bees drones are all females so the death of the drone thing doesn't make sense I just didn't expect this I just did not expect <laughs> what this movie or yeah it, it, it. it's worth watching at least once I would have liked if it was more supernatural like I would have liked if at one point he tried to want to break, like, and some girl move something with her mind. Like, I'm like, oh shit, okay, it's fucking witches. Mm-hmm. Like, you can actually see that they're actually doing magic yeah. instead of just it kind it's of almost magic. being implied. Yeah. It's not. No, I, I, could, I wouldn't get done without any of that crap. I don't need them to have the force. It's old timey <laughs> magic. You don't see it. Fine. Well, Mark, oh. it's your pick next. Oh, yeah. So, uh, what are you throwing at us? When I was visiting a uh, family in Jersey, I got super drunk one night, a little high. Mm-hmm. And I watched a movie I haven't seen in a while, and I was like, this is the best fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. So I'm going to watch it again sober and make sure whatever. <laughs> but uh, Deep Rising. I've never seen it. Treat Williams. Uh, the shark movie? No, it's like it's like mercenaries on a boat, and there's like oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. these like tentacle monsters on it. Yeah. I'm I know I've seen it. Yeah, it's on HBO Go, too, so you're like. It's like 90s, 90s uh, action horror, right? Yeah, it's like Treat Williams, Femke Jansen, but it's it's like it's great at three a.m. Great at three a.m. Pack <laughs> all that shit up, Fun. grab lunch, and we're watching we're watching Deep Rising because I remember liking this, but I was also I think a teenager at the time. Yeah, it, it's it's probably when like all those movies came out, right? Deep Impact and like all the water yeah. shit. But the, then this was like a one where like like hey, let's give it like an actual. Pl- it's you know it's like a fucking heist film oh. that happens to have monsters. on Yeah, it. if I remember correctly, it's more in the vein of like Predator type thing. Like yeah. they go what? in, they're rough guys, they go in for a job, and then there's some kind of like extra-worldly creature there as well. Yeah. Well, this sounds insane. Oh, it's fucking great. Okay. Or not. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're going to watch Deep Impact with Mark. The deep Rising. Deep Rising. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't watch Deep, deep Impact. Impact is a different movie, but, yeah. but also pretty bad. From deep the Rising, apparently on HBO Go. Uh, and also, you can listen to all of our episodes at intermissionpodcast.com, on SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. 
This on- is Coast to Coast with George Norrie. <laughs> Put on your foil hat. Also, please rate and review us on any of those platforms. We would be eternally grateful to you all. I see some of you have already done that, so thank you very much. We have social media shit if you want to follow us. Uh- Hashtag, how did this get burned? <laughs> yeah if if you're into social media you can follow us on twitter at intermission pc on our instagram at intermission underscore pc um we still have our one and only fan page on instagram at raw dogger so raw dog it with stormy yerba buena thank you stormy and you can follow mark or myself on other social media platforms at tiffa horror at mark e espinoza and, of course, Josh doesn't have that shit because he's a dick. People want to be your friend, man. <laughs> find me on Steam. I love you. You can find Josh on Steam. I, my profile is set to private, and I will not accept your invite. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all again for listening to us. Be sure to tune in next time for... How does this get burned? <laughs> the Beast! What is... My leg! Starring Armageddon. What movie is it? Deep Rising. Deep Rising. <laughs> Deep Rising. Deep Impact, the serious answer to Armageddon. <laughs> So be sure to tune in next time for Deep Rising. We're about to watch it right now. Well, thank you, everyone. Hey. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you, guys. Yeah. You're always... I love and respect all of you. <laughs> always a treasure. Except you, Steve. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, guys. All right. All right. Later.